Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello friend, and welcome to Foul Play. Today we're looking at the story of the Dark Net Assassin. In this digital age, we like to believe that we are safe within the confines of our homes, that we can control the information that we share with the world. But the truth is, beneath the surface of the World Wide Web lies a sinister realm that few dare to explore. A place where the most depraved, cruel, and vile dwell. It is here, in the depths of the dark net, where our story takes place. It's a story of a faceless killer, a ghost who lurks in the shadows, leaving behind a trail of blood and terror. And as we peel back the layers of darkness, we must confront the terrifying truth that evil is not always where we expect it to be. The dark web is infamous for harboring sinister activities, including an alarming number of websites advertising murder-for-hire services at a seemingly affordable price. But it's not the sites that are terrifying. It's what they force people to do when they are in a desperate situation. Because while a dark net murder for hire site is almost certainly a scam, people still turn up dead. And among these websites is Bessa Mafia. In 2022, Romanian authorities took into custody five men believed to be the administrators of the Bessa Mafia, which have been notorious for facilitating connections 
between dark web clients and skilled contract killers. On May the 29th of 2018, a man using the alias Toonbib engaged in a conversation with someone they believed to be a mafia boss, providing hitman for hire on the dark web. Toonbib provided a high school yearbook photo of Brian Niroque, a soldier usually stationed at a military base in Kentucky, along with his address in Indiana. He was staying only temporarily. Toonbib told the hitman Brian would be in Indiana at that address from June the 1st until June the 11th, and he paid the hitman $5,500 in Bitcoin for the job. Just the next day, Toonbib started pressing the supposed mafia boss for a response, which took a while to arrive. Quote, I will assign an operative to your job, and it will be done in about a week. Is this okay? I will get back to you shortly with an estimated date. End quote, came the reply. Toonbib never responded. But on June the 9th, Brian Niroki was found with a fatal gunshot wound in his head near a baseball field in Clarksville, Indiana. His death was ruled a suicide. This story is far from a thriller spy novel, with sharp suits, silencers on guns, and a mafia boss in their ear. Here, there are no actual hitmen. But there is a website, or rather a series of websites, where all these things are portrayed as real. Some people fall for it, seeking a hitman. They download internet browsers that promise anonymity through encryptions and complicated relay systems. And using fake names, they navigate the websites to fill out a form and request a murder. Then, they transfer hundreds of bitcoins into the platform's digital wallet. And then what? Nothing. These sites don't actually carry out murders just scams. So how do people still end up dead? The story begins with internet sleuth Chris Montiero, a Wikipedia editor who stumbled into this dark, twisted world by accident. In 2016, Chris Montiero was a 30-year-old man with dark hair, a short beard, and deep-set eyes. Montiero had some unusual hobbies. During the day, he worked as a computer system administrator for a London-based company. At night, he turned on his six-screen desktop computer in his South London apartment and spent hours exploring the depths of the internet. He referred to himself as a, quote, cybercrime niche topic internet researcher, and he was interested in transhumanism, a movement advocating for human enhancement and immortality. But his true passion was the dark web. This obscure corner of the internet was an ideal environment for scammers because it was inaccessible to search engines and riddled with illegal activities. Online forums were filled with references to conscious AIs hiding in the dark web, live streams of people 
being killed and, quote, red rooms and dark web pages exposing the secrets of the Illuminati. In this space on the internet, which seems to exist in a different world altogether, it's difficult to draw a line between reality and fiction. In 2015, Montiero began managing this deep web subreddit, which kept him informed about the daily happenings in the online underworld. He documented his findings on his blog, which he called Pirate.London, and online encyclopedias like Wikipedia and Rationale Wiki. Montiero's mission was to debunk urban legends. He contributed to Wikipedia articles discussing topics surrounding the darknet market and created rational wiki pages about red rooms and rogue AIs. His fascination with this area of the internet would lead him down dark roads. One day a new article appeared on Rational Wiki. It was about assassinations contracted on the dark web. Rumours about hiring a contract killer on the dark web in exchange for Bitcoin had circulated since the early 2010s. Unlike snuff films and malevolent AIs, hitmen for hire services were widespread on the dark web. Some were structured as prediction markets, where users crowdfunded the assassination of VIPs and politicians, or they catered to those with personal grudges wanting to arrange a hit through private chat. Montiero's research indicated that all such websites were either harmless trolling or scams meant to steal people's bitcoins. He found no evidence of anyone ever actually being killed by a hitman hired on the dark web, nor of any hitman operating online. He documented this on Rational Wiki, complete with footnotes. Then, on February 20th, 2016, an anonymous user edited the Internet Assassination article. According to Montiero, the edit went something like, quote, All assassination sites are scams, except Baser Mafia, which is real. End quote. And it included a link to a dark website. Montiero saw this as a blatant self-promotion and took it down, upset that his well-researched piece was vandalised. But... His curiosity was piqued. Using a dark web browser, Montiero visited the Besa Mafia website. It seemed to be run by Albanian gangsters and it was filled with poor English, stock images of armed men and a payment system that, while claiming to keep the customer's money in an escrow account, very clearly allowed the site owners to steal the funds without carrying out the job. Montiero wrote a scathing review of Baser Mafia on his blog, labelling it a scam, just like every other murder-for-hire site out there. This, however, did not sit well with Baser Mafia. A few days later, someone claiming to be from Baser Mafia sent Montiero an email. The email read, Hello, I am one of the admins of the Besa Mafia website on the deep web. Would it be possible for us to pay for a true and honest positive review? Let me know if we can prove to you that we are legit. And it was signed, Yora. Intrigued, 
Montiero responded to the email with questions. Starting with Yora's flawed business model, the security issues in payment, and how the site fell short in technical aspects. All these inadequacies made Montiero feel confident in his assumption that this was a scam. But Yora was willing to prove his site was legitimate. He asked for the benefit of the doubt and told Montiero he was open to suggestions, writing, We will do our best to make it the best marketplace, focusing on body harm revenge and property destruction. As proof, Yura offered to have someone of Montiero's choice assaulted and to pay him a $50 monthly fee to display his Bessa Mafia banners on his Pirate London blog. Montiero, of course, flatly refused both offers. Yura's tone, which was pleasant before, now turned threatening. He wrote, Be neutral to our website. Unless you do that, we will pay some cheap freelancers to fill articles and submit posts and comments claiming you are an undercover cop. Undisturbed by this, Montiero published the whole email exchange on his blog and mocked Yura and Besa Mafia. This would prove to be a dangerous game to play. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Not long after, someone commented on the post with a link to a video. The video began with an A4-sized paper with the words Gang Members for Basa Mafia on Deep Web. Dedication to Pirate London, April 10th, 2016. After 30 seconds of darkness, rustling and metallic sounds, the camera revealed a white car engulfed in flames. The sheet was displayed again, just a few metres away from the burning vehicle. It was very clearly a threat to the owners of the Pirate London blog. Montiero was understandably alarmed, knowing this was not typical scammer behaviour. He believed that online fraudsters generally ignore those who expose them and wouldn't resort to setting cars on fire to protect their reputation. Had he just angered a criminal organisation? The video led Montiero to contact law enforcement and at London's Charing Cross Police Station, he informed the officer that he was a cybercrime researcher specialising in drugs, fraud and murder 
and wanted to report that a darknet assassin was threatening him with videos of burning cars. In a few weeks, the matter escalated and was taken to the Metropolitan Police's cybersecurity unit, Falcon Team. Montiero says nothing ever came of it. The officer said that the car didn't look like it was destroyed in the UK and was therefore outside of the Met's jurisdiction. Montiero was on his own now, so he decided to investigate the Besa Mafia website himself. Venturing into the belly of the beast, Montiero created his account on the website under the name Bodie McBoatface and requested his hit on a fictional person named Bob the Builder. But while poking about here, Montiero found a weak spot. Every message sent on the platform had a unique numeric ID. If he could combine the message IDs with the website URL, Montiero could access the private chats of other users there, pseudonyms or not. Montiero now had access to an entire database of people these faceless ghosts wanted dead. Taking advantage of this vulnerability, he downloaded Besa Mafia's entire message database and scrutinized its archive. And as he suspected, Besa Mafia was a scam. Every conversation followed the same pattern, with customers giving details of the person they wanted killed and their preferred method. If you wanted it to look like an accident, it would cost more. To prove their ability to pay, buyers had to pay in advance to a digital wallet, which was supposed to be an escrow account. And the website claimed clients could withdraw their funds at any time. Euro would pretend to take immediate action after the purchase, followed by a period of delay. It was always something. The hitman would be stopped for a traffic violation or for illegally carrying a firearm. Euro would offer to hire a more professional, seasoned assassin, but that would cost extra, and the buyers would shell out the money. Many customers continued to pay as Euro strung them along for months. Others requested a refund, which never arrived. These findings confirmed Montiero's suspicions that Basa Mafia was not a legitimate business, but a carefully orchestrated scam designed to defraud vulnerable individuals. But even if Basa Mafia wasn't a legitimate murder-for-hire business, it didn't mean they were entirely powerless. Montiero discovered that it was a full-blown fake news operation. Eura seemed to invest a significant amount of time, money and effort in defending the website's credibility. When a California resident with the username THC John 2 had offered his services as a hitman, claiming to be broke and possessing US Navy military training, Eura asked him to create videos of burning cars to intimidate the website's critics. Next, he asked him to stage a murder with help from a friend and a prop gun. In a few weeks, the dark web was littered with fake videos of the work done by the Basa Mafia to 
promote Eura's assassination websites further. Eura had also established a network of micro-websites on the regular web, which promoted the Baser Mafia under the guise of denouncing it. Eura hired freelance SEO experts to optimise the sites, so they always appeared first in the search results for phrases like, quote, hitman for hire, end quote. And it worked. The marketing strategy was successful, and the fact that it was fake no longer meant anything. The operation was solid, running smoothly with people pouring in hundreds of Bitcoin to get someone killed. The scam's message archive essentially served as a hit list containing information on targets, conflicts, and instigators. Montiero thought that while Yura may not have had Hitman to deploy, some of the website's customers might decide to take matters into their own hands and kill their targets themselves. So, could this archive serve as evidence, or even be used to prevent murders? After all, the bad guys were the people calling these hits. Users from around the world were attracted to the website, with some submitting joke requests and others deadly serious. Montiero took help from a friend who was an online scammer baiter called Judge Judy, and together they worked to systematically scrape messages from Besa Mafia. Judge Judy was focused on disrupting Yura's business, while Montiero compiled a list of the most dangerous users and ranked them by the amount they paid and their determination to carry out the hit. Throughout this time, Montiero tried to involve the police and get them to investigate these cases, but he allegedly found little success with them. So with no outside help, on July 3rd, 2016, Chris Montiero and Judge Judy launched Operation Vegetable this would be the third and final hack that Bessa Mafia would suffer in four months. Back in late April that year, a hacker named BRSPD had infiltrated the website by uploading a malicious file instead of a target's picture. Seizing the website's message archive, user IDs, passwords, server passwords and admin emails and then dumping the entire collection on the internet. That hack, along with, quote, Operation Vegetable, end quote, set several events into motion, and it thrust Eura into the spotlight. Now, with media attention on him, where could he hide? And more importantly, how would this reveal impact the lives of those who were targeted by the users of Baser Mafia? Despite there not being a single piece of evidence linking Baser Mafia to any murders, bodies would still fall. The people named in those private chats would still die. Who was carrying out these hits? We learn more in episode two of our Darknet Assassin series. 
This dark corner of the internet holds its fair share of secrets and horrors, and all will be revealed next time on Foul Play. Thank you for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.